As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, it's episode 326, and today we're going to be doing two underrated, sort of, I guess they're independent movies, that are captured alien movies. So these are movies that aren't very popular, but they are dealing with some sort of alien thing, and they capture one, and they eat it, and they make sandwiches out of their meat, <laughs> like E.T., <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see that meme I posted? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Is that another animal? Or no, something? it was ET on a spit no, roast. A I was like, I want the eyebrow meat. Like it just looks so <laughs> delicious. No, they don't eat the aliens in here that I remember, but uh, they are altered from 2006 and Devil's Gate from 2017. Now, I've seen these before. Both of them have, like, pretty low scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Both of these movies are underrated, in my opinion. Christina got to see these for the first time today, I think, right? Or this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, what'd you think? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just get right into it. <laughs> so, what's going on with you this week, Christina? Anything new? Not much. Uh, we watched The Pope's Exorcist, and you did a really funny, good review. Yeah, that one on took YouTube. a... YouTube. I put a little extra spunk into the... Uh, episode when i recorded it and while i was passing out editing it <laughs> so i actually spent like three hours trying to put that one together i think right it was like three hours yeah it was a while it was good that was funny thanks i appreciate that even yeah. though it was a, like a weird movie <laughs> i was I, she didn't even notice like i put a little fart noise in there like a toilet fart like wet Fucking fart noise gross. and she didn't even notice it <laughs> I was concentrating on the beep beep. And <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, that's cute. Huh? She didn't even notice the sloppy, wet butthole kisses that were like spraying out into the fucking. It's gross. <laughs> Someone with misophonia right now is like, I'm hanging this one up. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what else is new? What else we got going on? We got anything coming up? Oh, you got Joe Bob Briggs coming up. You're going to his oh, yeah. thing. He's got like a special get together that Justin and I. Or, uh, and uh, Nicholas, I think. Nick is coming, too. Uh, the one that gave us the Zombie 3. Ah. I don't want to say his last name because he may not want me to. But, yeah, Nick and uh, Justin, who have been over and they tend to watch movies with me a lot. We're seeing The Brain and Brain Damage, uh, which are two of my favorite movies. In fact, I had both of those movies <laughs> for one of my, I think, from one of my episodes. for Yeah, a couple few years ago. For my birthday, I think. It was, like, that and, like, Brain Damage. 
yeah, we've done them all. I love them all, and I cannot wait to see what Bob says. This, uh, Joe Bob Briggs says about it, but honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to stay awake the whole fucking time. So I'm going to be shooting up some heroin, and uh, no, I'm going to be shooting up some caffeine. Maybe taking <laughs> some math or something like that, like I did for the um, Pope's Exorcist review. So ah, yeah, get all horse stimulants. <laughs> it works for you. Uh, yeah. It's like all I get now. <laughs> That's how you stay awake. You just get completely lit and you can't even focus. Yeah. You just say weird shit. No, I wasn't even really that fucked up. I was just awake for a change. But yeah, I can't wait for that. There's other things that are going on too. What else is going on? Got another wedding. Oh God. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Uh, we, I tried to watch. We tried to watch. What was it? The Dead Ringers TV show on Prime Television. <laughs> and okay, first of all, I'm not a big fan of Dead Ringers, the movie. I'm a Cronenberg fan, but that one's never really rang true for me uh, for Dead Ringers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just it never really affected me. I, I can appreciate it for what it is. And I know that there's this weird kind of fucked up story that's involved. It's a very slow, slow, slow burn uh, kind of film, too, uh, which it, it just never really it just never really struck me as something that I like. But I noticed that the show was like a little different. And I was like, oh, we watched the trailer and we were both like, oh, well, this might be OK. Seems a little more upbeat, not as uh, slow going. But uh, these women perform uh, um, births, abortions, uh, just about every kind of prenatal. Women's health. Yeah, women's health stuff. And boy, do they get in there. So if you're planning to eat a sandwich while watching Dead Ringers, the TV <laughs> show. highly do not recommend. Yeah, do not do that. Uh, there is a lot of very realistic it does it's, look real. It's, I mean, we're talking down to the fucking meatballs. C-section, like getting uh, in there. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's enough. I'm, I've had enough. I turned it <laughs> off immediately. I was like, it's not that I can't handle it. They're trying to force it down her throat. Yeah, why are you trying to force it down our throats? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so tired of hearing people say that. <laughs> that's why I said it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, it's pretty fucking graphic. So I, I, I really do want to watch it, but I just, I don't know. I've never had that adverse of reaction to it. And it's scored very low right now. So I'm wondering if a lot of people just stopped right where we did. Because they were all like, all right, family time. The first 10 minutes. Yeah, they bring out their eight-year-old. They're like, you ready to watch Dead Ringers? It looks like a fantastic time. And it's like, they're like, oh my God, this is how you were born. <laughs> See how they're cutting away mommy's <laughs> all the meatballs that are coming out. That's you and your little sister. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> I am kind of looking forward to the boogeyman. I forgot about that one. That was one that we don't talk about as much. Oh, the movie. It's done by Rob Savage. It's a story by Stephen King, but it's not the movie that, um, the ghost movie that I think that they did, uh, it's the, the actual boogeyman one because there was a boogeyman movie back in the day. Right. Done by a guy who passed away. Real, I can't think of his name off the top of my head because I wasn't planning on speaking about this, but this boogeyman is from the director of Dash Cam and Host. Right. The two found footage films, which I think are both genius, but, you know, a lot of people... Really just couldn't handle the second one. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I won't get into that again because that's just a bunch of can of worms that nobody wants to talk about anymore. But I think he's a good director and I really want to see what he can do with just a regular film. 
and it seems like kind of spooky. There are there definitely is some CGI in it. So I'm wondering if there's a good balance of it or he handles it well. So that's June 2nd. So we'll be seeing that. I'll probably put up a review on YouTube for it. Right. We're going to go see that, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We're trying to, I'm trying to see newer movies a little bit more because like we've been in like a funk for movies lately. It's been really really kind of dry other than this past month. I mean, before that it's been dry. Right. This past month was like chock full of stuff for a change, but it's been like two, three months of dry spell of like, eh, right stuff that I've not been really fucking super excited about. But I think it might be that time, Christina. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Horse shots. All right, guys. So. We did this one based around the movie Altered, which is by Eduardo Sanchez, who you will know in just a moment if you don't already. But for those of you who know historical films that are always talked about and uh, diversely either loved or hated, this is a movie that was done not in the found footage way, intent. Uh, But it is actually an interesting film about aliens and stuff. But something we noticed in both of these movies that we thought, hmm, boy, these Movies are very similar in a lot of ways, and both of them have bear traps in the right very, at the beginning. Yeah, in the very beginning of the movie, but we decided to pick one, and we call this one a bear trap. Very original. Very clever. <laughs> but how do you catch a bear? Well, you try to put an alien inside of the house, and then <laughs> then you have people come over and they un about you know accidentally step in one, and uh, yeah. That's how you get one. Oh. No, we figured put honey and whiskey together, which we have. The, the Jim Beam honey. The Jim Beam honey. And then we have just a squirt of lemon because we we're kind of thinking hotty toddy thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But we decided against it uh, and decided just to do a shot with those two ingredients in it. So keep it simple. Keep, keep it. Keep it uh, stupid. Just like we always do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the uh, altered. Hey. Oh, ow. I like it. I think the honey's too strong usually. Ooh. And the lemon kind of dulled yeah, it. Yeah, dulled it out. Because I really don't like honey whiskey. Ugh. It burns a little bit, though. Did it? Well, yeah. It's, we got real fucking lemon juice. Oh, yeah. That burned my mouth. And I squirted it in there like a heavy <laughs> squirt, you know, like... Because she's got these, like, uh, these things are great, by the way, guys. I put everything in spray bottles, you know? Yeah, we get these these hand-squirted, like, kind of like Windex bottles, but they're (laughs) made for, like, other stuff. So I have oil and lemon juice. Yeah, and and they're fucking great, dude. They are. I don't know why we've never used them like that before. So we just spray our food now. So whenever we're cooking or whatever, we just have... spray it down. Yeah. It's fucking great. Remember anyway. when they had the butter you could spray, you could squirts? Oh, God. That kind of that weird. That was gross. Yeah, that's too much. It wasn't, I can't believe it's not butter or something. Was, yeah, yeah. The margarine. Right. I, there was another brand. I just can't think of what it's called. Right. Anyway, if you would like to try a bear trap based on the movie Altered from 2006, all you got to do is go to com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. <laughs> that's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and motherfucking alien-like potatoes with Altered from 2006 and Devil's Gate 2017. We're going to do that right now. 
All right, Christina did the work on the first one here, so go ahead and kick that shit the fuck off. Altered was a DVD premiere released December 19th, 2006. So it never got a theatrical release. Nope, it was straight to DVD. I bet you it did for like the festivals and stuff. Oh, and then just got picked up. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. 15 years ago, a group of men's lives were forever changed by a strange occurrence. Wait, are you talking about Not fire, fire in, in the, the sky? sky? <laughs> no. Now the same group of men will sp- spend a night together. I've heard this story. It's sex, right? In terror. Oh. In terror. I thought they were going to put it in each other's mouths. Hmm. <laughs> That's the other altered movie. It sounds like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the alien is just another person <laughs> and the tagline for all these types of movies is prepared to be altered oh, <laughs> <hell> yeah. <laughs> terrible written and directed by eduardo sanchez you're making it sound way too cool good <laughs> he did the blur witch project Oh, that, you ever that's seen small that film. movie you ever seen that the one that i always seem to argue with people about yeah yeah, they should have, you know, taken the river. Anyway. I put a lot of thought into that movie. I think it's one of the most <laughs> talked about horror films in history. And everybody's like, I don't know why you hate it. I don't know why you like it so much. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. It didn't age well. Yeah, okay? I, we get like, that. We don't need to talk about okay. it. Okay. It's just one of those things where it's like, you want to know why people like it so much? Because we can't stop talking about it. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> he also did Satanic Hispanics from 2022. <laughs> I didn't know that. Existence exists. Exists. Exists from 2014, and he's done a lot of TV. I was kind of surprised. Mm. He also has the horror of Dolores Roach, which is a TV series coming out soon. Interesting. Yeah, I would like to have him on because he he actually wrote me back that one time, and right. which sparked that whole fucking hate thing about Blair Witch with my friend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he took it personally and then we got into this like crazy battle, but yeah. Uh, never we never got to it's I blame Eduardo. So, you know, I can't his fault. Yeah, my friend passed away too, so it's like we've never we've had this open wound just uh sitting here. Also written by Jamie Nash. Oh, on a lighter news. <laughs> uh he did a VHS uh segment VHS two, uh uh a comedy of horrors volume one. Mm. He wrote The Night Watchman from 2017. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Two Front Teeth from 2006. And Exis. Exists. Oh, my God. Exists from 2014. Because it exists, Christina. I know. It's the, the letters in my... Exits. In my, that's what you're thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You're like, this is the off-ramp. <laughs> this is Exits. This is where I leave the podcast. Why is there so many S's? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Starring... Adam Kaufman, who plays Wyatt, he was on the miniseries Taken mm. from 2002, which was also about aliens. Dude, what the fuck? How many times is that shit? We gotta, we're gonna have to just start watching it again. Well, we have it. We have the whole complete thing. Yeah. And we, we, and the funny thing is, we got it in a box of movies that we got, and then Christina found it on the shelf for like two bucks. Yeah, so I bought that. And she it was bought better. it, but we sold the other one, the right. nicer one. Right. And we were like, whatever, we'll just keep it. Right, but he was also. And Dawson's Creek and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. We also have Catherine Mangan, who plays Hope. She was in Monster from uh, 2003, and she was 
uh, in Convict from 2009. Oh, 2003 is the one with what's her name from Mad Max in it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think she got nominated or she won an award for that one. Well, because I'm thinking of the other one that, that looks like that creature from fucking the yeah, Ghostbusters, no. you know no, what I'm talking it's about? it's not that. <laughs> that one's cool, though. I like that movie, actually. Anyway. We have Brad William Hankey, who plays Duke. He was in the Stand miniseries, the newer one from 2020. Mm-hmm. He was also in Choke from 2008. Ooh. What's his name's uh, book? Uh, Chuck Palahniuk. <laughs> Palahniuk. <laughs> um, uh, he was also in Pacific Rim, a Bright Split, and I know him. He was Bram from Lost. Oh, weird! Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Uh, we have Michael C. Williams, who plays Otis. Of course, he played Michael in the Blair Witch Project. Uh, Didn't you call Brad William Henke? Wait, his name was Duke? I thought you called him Carl. That's what we kept calling him when we were watching the movie. No, no, no. no. I didn't put Carl in here. Oh, because he doesn't have any credits? Duke Duke was the one who had the mullet. Duke was the guy with the mullet. The big guy. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah, that's the one you said his name was Carl. No, his name is Duke. Okay. We, we were watching the movie, and I was like, which name's which? And she was like, that's Carl. I don't Carl. know why you always ask me, because I always tell you wrong. Apparently. I'm going to yeah. stop asking you. Thank you. It's about time. No, right. I'm just kidding. Okay, Michael C. Williams, who plays Otis, uh, he was Michael in the Blair Witch Project. That one I know. Okay. Uh, he was also in Four Corners of Fear. He was the guy that threw the map away, guys. So if you want to- He ruined everything. He, yeah, he threw the map away because- why did he throw the map away, guys? Because he was trapped in a fucking never-ending hell that kept repeating itself, and time kept fucking repeating itself. So when they were walking down the fucking woods, they could not escape hell. Once they crossed the Stickman Forest, they were trapped in the witch's hell. And what witch, you may say? She didn't show herself because she's that fucking powerful. Shut the fuck up! I don't care if you have a compass. I don't care if you have a fucking ruler. <laughs> they couldn't get out of hell. Which then led him to act in Satanic Hispanics and Four Quarters of Fear. Sorry, it's a sore subject, okay? The budget on this film was $8 million. What do you think of this movie, Alex? I just, let's just talk you, about Blair Witch. Do you want to just, yeah, I was just going to say, do you just want to talk about Blair Witch No, instead? no, 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 no. Altered is a really fun movie, guys. If you're looking for something that's a, if you're if you're an indie fan and you kind of like a, you know, there, this isn't a, a huge budget film, you know, but it has some pretty big budget things that are in it that, uh, you know, like the creature effects are top notch. The story and everything is really kind of fun and interesting. There's like elements of torture. There are elements of mind crazy sci-fi stuff going on there's a lot of blood and guts and like really great practical effects in here but it's it's essentially like fire in the sky an alternative version so when they lost their friend and he came back this is where the story takes place it's a little while later long after all the like you know they had all the like uh, lie detector tests and all this other shit to try to find him or whatever. But yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I know some people say that there's no suspense in it or whatever, but I thought it was really cool. Like we, I've never really seen a movie quite like this as far as aliens go. You know, there's, I mean, obviously there's more than one because we have another one that we're going to talk about, but there really isn't that many. There's a very short list when it comes to capturing aliens in a movie. <laughs> And this is one of those films that I think kind of like goes above and beyond what an indie film really normally does. It provides the goods of something that you would normally not see, you know, 
like in a lot of these movies. So I, I like that. I think it's an interesting film. It's not a hugely big film. There isn't the biggest explosions, even though there are explosions in the film. And there is a lot of action in the film. And there is a lot of blood. But it's just a, a really solid indie film. Like, it's well-written, I think. I think the characters all kind of bounce off each other fairly decently and have their own sort of inner turmoil going on. Uh, the characters are explained very well throughout the entire story. That's, you know, whether you relate to them or not, there's just enough characters in the film to make it interesting. And there's, a you know, this alien on the table, this elephant in the room, so to speak, an alien in the room uh, that really kind of adds, like, to the lore of everything that's going on. They explain all these different things about like how they communicate with each other. I mean, odds are you're not never going to catch an alien. Not like they did, but I like mm -hmm. the physicality of it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of uh, alien movies are kind of like treated like paranormal things. Whereas this movie kind of dares to make it a little bit more physical, mm -hmm. you know, and, and before a lot of other films makes sense, you know, where it's mostly focused on the, guy being abducted not the alien being abducted by the people who were abducted <laughs> you know which i think is an interesting inevitable story that would have come out eventually but i think it's a good one and i think it's one that you should definitely check out because it's got a lot to it for an indie film it's not going to be a 20 to 50 million dollar budget it's not going to be a marvel movie so if you are expecting Marvel quality, like a lot of people these days tend to do, and they go, um, yeah, this one's a garbage movie. Pure garbage. Pure garbage. It's, it's, it's not on the level of uh, Marvel, then you should probably not watch horror movies because independent films are what uh, horror typically relies on. And then the mainstream tries to pitch it in a way, and sometimes we get a few that slip through that are actually pretty fucking cool. But most of our favorite movies in horror, or indie. And I think this is a good one. I think it definitely deserves higher than a 35% on really? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Huh. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what it has. I think it's either this one's 35 or 45. <clears throat> 43%. My bad. Okay, so it has an audience score of 43%, but no official score. So there's just, I think they're one official review short of actually getting a total, like, pro score. Huh. So, yeah, I don't know. But I really think you should watch it. It is kind of intense to me. I think it like kind of explains a lot of stuff. Very physical, lots of gore, lots of characters in it that uh, you just, you know, they, they get picked off and it's it doesn't feel like you're missing out on anything. Like there's just always something new happening in the story. It flows. It went by pretty fast, didn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Like that's a good sign usually. That means that the movie's not like terrible or anything like that it's just or it has this too many slow parts or anything but yeah christina oh i would probably give this a seven or 7.5 by the way makes sense um I, I love there's a lot of sevens that i love and i think that this one you know it's one of them definitely is a good it's a solid rewatchable movie and i've watched it i put this is probably my maybe 10th time i've seen it yeah and i i remember you wanting it on blu-ray Right. I think it needs a Blu-ray and it deserves a Blu-ray, which, by the way, you can rent it for three ninety nine in 1080p, I think. Yeah, like anywhere. Really? It's yeah. Like three ninety nine, like everywhere. Or you can buy it on DVD for like yeah, pe pe 10 bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, like really cheap. So, I, I don't know. I'd rather have the physical, so. Right. 
order. Christina, what did you think? So I said, this is the intestinal tug of war of alien movies. <laughs> yeah, they do some pretty interesting things and Christina's spoiling it here. Just a little. Okay. It's no big deal. I liked how most of this movie was contained in this house. Okay, like it, it, they weren't like really outside, you know what I mean? They're like a compound, yeah. Yeah, it was mostly like everything was happening within the house, so it was really tense. It was like that, it was there's a lot of tension, you could feel it. I like the dialogue between the friends a lot, Mm -hmm. like the storyline and the, the dialogue, which, yes, it does compare to Fire in the Sky, which is like almost the same concept, but I actually enjoyed. The friends more in this right. movie than the other one. Well, the other one does. De- they definitely have stronger bonds, I think. But right, but yeah, I like the aliens more in Fire in the right. Sky. Um, I also like how this it's kind of a revenge movie, which I think is kind of funny. Like once you you, it's pretty violent. Yeah, once you you figure out what's going on, it's a revenge movie. I did not like this female character in the movie. I didn't like what how they were portraying her. She was fucking all over the place. She was fucking shit up. She was fucking shit up for everybody. She's like calling the cops. She's whining. She's leaving and then coming back. You know, that shit. It was just annoying. She was just in the way. She was an annoying plot device to move the story along. Exactly. It was annoying. I did not like the aliens and how they had vaginas in their forehead. I didn't think that was a good I thought they Practical looked amazing. Effect. The aliens look great. I was like, oh. Don't explain any more than that. I won't. I won't. But like I said, I, I did like, I, I like the aliens and more who wouldn't want, this guy than here. I mean, think about that. There's a whole fan fiction that could start up from that. Vagina? Alien foreheads? vagina heads. Yeah. I mean, that's how they have sex, apparently. Okay. <laughs> apparently. They rub, they rub vaginas against each anyway, other. Anyway, <laughs> so I would give this. I don't know, like a six. I did enjoy it. There were some slow parts. Six, but really, five. I, you enjoyed? No, six? don't go any lower. Yeah, I'll give it a six. Okay, I thought you enjoyed it more than that. Nah, like I said, that female character is pissing me off. I was yelling at the TV. I was like, "What the fuck is she doing? She just said she was gonna leave, and she comes back." Well, I'm giving it a that? seven point five then, so it's six point seven five between the two of us. So I think it's worth a watch for sure. I don't think it should go any lower than seven, and I think six is way too low for an independent film that is done a lot in his story. It is is the best case scenario, in my opinion, of a independent film. You know, like the acting is is tolerable. It's not like bad at all. It's you know, you, these guys seem like, you know, legit characters, like real people. You know what I mean? Although the the girl, yeah, she does get mad about certain things or whatever. And it is annoying to you, but I still, think, over I still think it's a seven. So you can suck it. Anyway, we do have a little bit of trivia on this one. Not really. <laughs> I did kind of like look it up um, and we'll get into it and we'll talk about some of our favorite scenes and things. But if you do want to see it, you can check it out. Like I said, on uh, for rental for three ninety nine. Uh, online i didn't see it on any streaming services and if you've never seen it check it out give it a chance it could be higher than our score and you may miss out on a really good alien movie if you like them Mm -hmm. but if you don't want anything spoiled here is your warning so this was originally planned to be a horror comedy and it was going to be called probed the script was actually by the same guy uh who uh jamie nash wrote 
um, who I think is very talented and and uh, has a good comedic presence when it comes to those kind of things. But when Eduardo Sanchez saw the script, he was like, you know, I like this, but I really just kind of want to make it a little bit more dramatic and a little bit more scary and uh, go for drama and horror more than anything. And he said, uh, the producer, I guess, and, and the writer also sat down, Jamie Nash and him, sat down and uh, rewrote the whole fucking thing, you know. And oh, wow. Didn't really change much about the film as far as, like, what happens in it. Just kind of cut out the jokes and made it more serious, I think. Really? Yeah. I can see that it is kind of silly in some regards because I watched some of the deleted scenes and there was a scene where they, when they, you know, cause like in the very beginning of the movie, they spear gun the like harpoon, the character or the, the alien and it falls in that pit mm-hmm. or no, he harpoons it while it's in the pit and then he ties it up to the front of the truck and it rips the thing off the front of the truck. Oh wow. And then all three guys jump on the fucking, on the bumper to try to stop it and then lock it in a tree and then shoot it with a shotgun. So, and that's kind of silly. It's like, yeah, it's like a Looney Tunes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause like one guy jumped on it and then another guy jumped on it and then another guy jumped on it and they were like, put it on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they cut it. Yeah. Cause I went to, by the way, you guys, if you want to watch any of supplemental extra stuff, it's, it wasn't really heavy with like, additional information but it's kind of a look between or behind the scenes bts um eduardo sanchez has his old youtube up from like 14 years ago and uh he actually has all of the behind the scenes stuff on there from that plus a lot of his like independent films that he did like not films but shorts and stuff like that that he did in school Mm-hmm. So some fun stuff on there if you want to check it out. But that's where I went to get some of this information. So um, they did get uh, help from a pretty big company. And I can't for the life of me because I wrote it down and it didn't save it on my Google thing. Mm-hmm. It's not in there. I don't know why. But it's a, a, a pretty big company that did like uh, animatronics and suits and stuff for like Marvel movies. Oh, oh later on. Yeah. Like they are pretty big and they, they, they know what they're doing. And I I think it was Marvel movies. I can't remember what they said at the time, but it was big movies and, uh, they had them and they pitched them a, a, a price and said, you know, we can fit this in our budget. And it just, I think the alien really does look amazing. And they put a person inside of it. It was a woman, by the way, Oh. uh, that wore that thing and she was the alien. So nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. I thought I thought the suit looked really good. It kind of looks like the Giver almost, mm-hmm. like the Alien, but it's shorter and bulkier. <laughs> that thing's supposed to be like super fucking strong too. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, all the stuff that we got. I mean, all the other supplemental stuff wasn't exactly like I wouldn't say trivia worthy, but you know, we do have scenes that we liked in this movie. There are quite a few. Christina, you want to kick it off? Well, I liked at the beginning with the, th- the three guys like pop out of the van and they have these weird paintball guns with flashlights attached to them. They weren't paintball guns, were they? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, obviously, like they caught an alien in a bear trap and they put it in their van and they're like kicking. They it like, and yeah, shit. They're, they're like, they're, they don't know what are we going to do? Like shit like that. They're yelling at each other. And what's funny is that there's two guys in the front seat. And and the guy was like, "Shut up! I I need to think. I need to." And then he looks out the window, 
And then he looks back, and the guy has like a welder mask on, and I don't know why that made me laugh. I thought it was so See, funny. Like, there's hints of humor still yeah. left in there. Yeah, like, you can sense it, right? Yeah, it it was just so funny. But then they end up taping the welder's mask to the alien too, which Otis, you're talking about Otis wearing the the welder mask. Yeah, yeah, because well, he they, was driving. Yeah, they they didn't want him to. He didn't want it to get in his brain. Yeah, so that's why I didn't want it to lay eggs in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really, man, there's just some really cool things that they did in here, like exceptional, like, um, practical effects work in this, like the mask and creature effects and stuff like that are just fantastic. Uh, one of my things that I really liked about story-wise is that they added this sort of element of the aliens being, having some sort of bite. And if you got bit by them, then your flesh started to kind of change into an alien. You got, like, infected. Yeah, but your body would go through this morphing process where you would just start to, like, fall apart. Mm -hmm. Like crocodile. Mm -hmm. You know, like your body's just, like, skin's, like, falling off. And they have some, man... When that dude that they put in the fucking shower is all sick and everything and infected and he comes out and he breaks both of his arms trying to hit uh, Wyatt or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite scenes in the in the movie, obviously, just because the pure like, oh, what the fuck? He's still alive. It's kind of like that moment in RoboCop, you know, where the guy's like, help me. And then he gets hit by the fucking car and explodes into just like liquid. Mm -hmm. And just you think about like what was holding that guy together for him to explode into water like that. Like right. mush. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what it feels like he is, you know. So it's like I love that it's like disturbed his DNA or whatever. So mm -hmm. you notice he had like a um alien eye, right? He started yeah. to have an alien eye. He's, yeah, his eyes started changing. Yeah. Looked like he had a really bad pink eye with like a light rash around his body. <laughs> what about you? What other? What's another scene? I know I jumped around on that one, but I like that they're beating the shit out of it on the table. Oh, when they got to Wyatt's house? Yeah, they like tape it to the table and then it like tries to take over his girlfriend. And so they start smashing it on the face <laughs> Stupid. with like a fucking wrench or something. What was it? Like. I don't know. When they were beating it up on the table, that's when they cut the clicker. He called it a clicker. Oh, he cuts uh, open his yeah, stomach? Yeah, and this, this little thing, uh, like spider thing with like claws. A, looked like a triple pronged. Yeah, thing. Like, like those things you pick of stuff the, up off the floor with? The alien. And then they're like, Wyatt, how did you know that? Because it's a tracker or something. And they're like, Wyatt, how did you know that? And he like lifts up his shirt. He's like, because it happened to me too, bro. I got this shaving from my father. See the smile? <laughs> the scar is gnarly, dude. Like, what did he do? Like, you think, well, like... Well, they cut the... He had a clicker in him because he had been abducted before. Right, but, I mean, like, he had a nasty scar, like, so I don't know what he did. To... He said he had to cut it out of himself. Right, I yeah. get that, but, like, they still could have sewed him up, but he must not have gone in. He, he sewed himself up, I bet, because oh. he, he said he cut it out himself, so he must have sewed himself up. And when you do shit like that, you get scarred really bad. Yeah, he's he's like, that's some fucking Rambo type shit going on there. <laughs> I also liked it when the when the aliens started possessing the girlfriend and the girlfriend like has a box cutter and she like puts a box cutter to her throat. And you're like, yes, slit your throat, bitch. <laughs> what's the what's the uh, what's the guy? Is it Duke? Who's the dickhead? Carl. Oh, Carl's the dickhead. Yeah, Carl's the dickhead. The one that falls apart. Yeah, who gets infected. He wasn't in anything, though? No. 
Okay. I was I just, just curious. I just did the I thought he was pretty good, actually. Oh, I just he plays a good dickhead. Four. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. Anyway, um, I really liked him in the movie. I thought he added a, a real good element to it, and he had this sort of, like, arc that was, like, a redeem arc, even though he was, like, a dick all the way to the final moments, you know, but he still fucking, like, saved his friend in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Um, I like when the alien goes and to the house and they're arguing, the sheriff comes over and they're like, Hey sheriff, what's going on? He was like, Hey, she starts screaming in the, yeah, they tied the girl up in the bedroom because she wanted to leave and they didn't want her to die. The box cut her to the throat. No, she was already, that was her being controlled. I'm saying she was upset and wanted to leave after that because she didn't want to be around it. And they were like, they'll find us if you do. And so they detain her. And then tie her up in the bedroom. And that's when the sheriff comes over when the lights go out. And when the lights go out, the alien somehow had made it inside. But there's this whole sort of dance that is happening between Wyatt and the, the sheriff. And the sheriff's like, you been drinking tonight? He's like, yeah, just a couple. He's like, uh, you mind if I have one? He's like, yeah, yeah, come on in. And it's like, what the fuck? All this alien is loose. They don't know where it is, and they're like, they don't want to get in trouble with the sheriff because they know he's not going to believe it. And the next thing you know, like, they hear a scream in the other room, and uh, they go through, they bust through the door, and they find Otis. the alien got loose. Yeah, like I said, he went inside. The alien went inside? Yeah, I said that. You oh, weren't listening. I think he, no, I think he said he. That's why I got confused. But the alien was inside, and he's pulling out Otis's guts, like, one inch at a time. As Otis is like split open and he's like, don't, 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 don't move. Don't, don't fucking move. And I think what it's trying to do is find a clicker inside of his organs. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't that what it was? I don't know. I don't know. But it, somebody else's organs gets has a clicker in it. And I think it's that that big tall guy. Oh, the uh, Duke. Duke. Yeah. The mullet guy. Right. He has one of those little clickers and they nail gun him to the wall or whatever. But uh-huh. I just thought it was really cool because they like, I forget what they do. They punch it in the head while he's pulling out his organs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they really put that fucking thing. Oh, that's right. There's that scene where they have a mind battle between Wyatt and the fucking alien. Oh, yeah. And he makes the alien's head bubble out its vagina hole head thing. <laughs> I just picture this thing like banging its head on people's waist. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, my God. Like, how do they do it? I mean, come on. I should have never said it. I mean, it looks like a vagina. It's not like you're the first to say that, I'm sure. <laughs> they probably even said it when they made it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, there were some pretty cool scenes, though. I, I actually kind of like some of that stuff, and I, I don't think that he would ever win a battle against it, kind of reminding me of the, the, the movie, the um, one about that other, the guy that had... Uh, his friend like invites him out to his Hollywood estate. He has like a condo and it's like the blue lights start falling from the sky. It's called beyond something or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's called skyline. That's what it is. Oh, do you remember skyline? No. Anyway, it reminds me of that because in the movie he uses his mind powers. Wait, is that the one where the bodies are falling from the sky? Yeah, kind of. They, like, float up in the sky. Oh, if they float up. Oh, no, because I was at uh, San Diego Comic-Con when they were promoting that movie. I like the first one. It's actually pretty good. Um, I think they jumps the shark in the second one. But, yeah, I really like the the first one. And the second one kind of feels like 
<laughs> Battlefield Los Angeles, <laughs> which is just a terrible movie. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They get into that whole patriotic crap in the middle of the movie all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and it just feels so inauthentic. It's like there's supposed to be this like really caring moment, and it just flops. He's like talking to this kid and shit. <laughs> anyway, I liked I like Skyline, but I don't like the other ones. They're okay. You know, if you're bored and you want to watch the sequels, it's fine. It's got that Frank guy that you like so much in it. Who's in the sequels? He's um he was the one that's in the Purge movies, all the Purge movies in the beginning. He's the cops fighting against the Purge. Oh, in the sequel, right? You know the shotgun guy. I think so. Yeah. Who had the kid? Oh, the ex cop. Yeah. Oh, okay. That it's that. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. My brain's just frozen right now. But but yeah. Uh, the ending, let's see, the ending, they have... They pulled a Halloween's Ends. Is it? Yeah, they pulled a Halloween's Ends because he had traps in his basement. He was, like, waiting, he was, like, waiting for the alien to come. Didn't they blow something up, though? Right, because they went down the basement, and then there was all these explosives that he had already had lined out because he already knew. He already knew those aliens were coming. Right. So, so then, then him and his girlfriend, the girlfriend... They go into the, there's like the little bunker thing. Right. And then he sets off the explosions and blows up the house and then everybody's dead except them. Well, they, they show the spaceship. There's like the whole house is being attacked by aliens outside. Some are walking in, trying to bust through the windows. Oh, that's right. The spaceship attached itself to the house or something. Yeah. And there's a spaceship above that you can see that it, it's kind of cool because they kind of made it look like a frog. Yeah, it was like hopping like a frog, too. Yeah, like when it moved its legs to jump, like it would push off the ground to make a hop. It literally shot into the sky like thousands of miles, you know, like really fast Mm -hmm. or hundreds of miles, whatever. But yeah, I thought that was really cool how they did that. I don't remember anything else after that, though. Did they they get out, right? Yeah, that was it. I think they just walked out and that's it. Team America. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. No, that's not it. Um, Also... At the end, like right at the end, you see a guy open his door and there's a fried alien on his doorstep. That's what it was. Yeah, it, okay. was, it was Carl's dad. Yeah, see, I'm seeing it in my notes now. It yeah. says they're like, because like earlier in the movie, the uh, Carl guy was talking about how no one believed him, that his, they all thought that his brother, because his brother died because of the aliens and they took him or something and he died or, you know, he, or they, he, got, they got probed to death or something. Something. I don't remember what it was, but they all blamed him because they couldn't find the body or something and they thought that his brother killed him even his own father well you have fire in the sky and so he was like nah fuck this we ain't done he killed my fucking brother you fucking panty waste that's what he said right and he's like uh he's like one day when i get a hold of it when we get this thing all done i'm gonna drop a goddamn dead body dead alien on the front of his porch and bring the doorbell and fucking walk or some shit you know <laughs> and that's what they do just to honor his life Mm-hmm. which is pretty cool you know it's like here you go here now you're rich <laughs> <laughs> i mean you would be inevitably rich because but then again the aliens might come back for that body how would you be rich the government would take it government takes everything no okay oh well i guess you could oh oh this is what not you if do. you have an arm light rifle number 16 <laughs> No, this is what you do. You open up in the middle of the desert, and then you have a bunch of billboards that lure people in to see the alien, and you call it the thing. Oh, yeah, and that's and then everybody gets changed into an alien, like in Body Snatchers. No, no, there's actually, haven't you been to that thing, Exhibition? Right. No, but there was a movie that was out. It was, I think it was Body Snatchers, or it was called, or it was called something, uh, The Puppet Masters, I think. 
there's like an alien ship or something and they walk on and then like mm-hmm. everybody gets infected like they would a body snatcher on the ship. Mm-hmm. It's a fake ship, but they try to make it seem real. Right. And so when people go in, they come out a different, like a, a an alien. Mm-hmm. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're fine. Okay. Other than that, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie. But we do have another movie that's kind of similar and uh, does different things, obviously. This one has, uh, I think, a deeper lore to it. This one's called Devil's Gate from 2017. It also says 2018, too, so I don't know. I think it might have been one of those ones that are right on the cusp of the year, and they probably didn't get distribution until later. So that's why it says that. But Devil's Gate is a 2017 film. It is seeking a missing woman in North Dakota. An FBI agent and a sheriff focus on her religious zealot husband, but discover something far more sinister. Taglines. Pray they are never found. Or (laughs) you have no idea what you're dealing with. I don't. (laughs) New York City. (laughs) Uh, this movie is written and directed by Clay Staub. This is literally his only film. He's been a second unit director a lot for movies like Dawn of the Dead remake, The Thing sequel, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League. So it's just a couple of, you know. Bombs. <laughs> Dude, you think Dawn of the Dead is a bomb? Oh, no, no, no. The other ones were the other ones. Um, so he's been pretty busy. And being a second unit director for any of those movies... I'm sure has a pretty big oh, yeah. price tag for living. I, I bet. He's probably got, uh, you know, he's doing all right. <laughs> I, I would like to see another movie by him, actually, so I'm surprised he only has one. We also have writer Peter Aperlo, who helped Clay Stop write this one. I don't know who was the lead on this one, but this is the guy that did Watchmen, The End of the Night Game, and Legend of the Guardians, which are both video games. Oh. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I think he's done some TV shows, and that's about it other than that. Uh, Some of the stars in this movie are also a lot of TV stars. So I think we got a producer that does typically TV TV. stuff. And they they got this script, and they're like, maybe we can turn this into a actual movie let's let's do this but amanda shawl's in it she plays the fbi agent francis and she was in one tree hill tv show pretty little liars 12 monkeys tv show suits tv i am wrath the movie and uh quite a lot more you know like single one-offs uh we also have sean ashmore who's been a lot of stuff he plays deputy colt he was in frozen one of our Movies that we like to watch where the kids go up on the... Get stuck in they the... They get stuck in the snow ski resort. Yeah. What's it, what's that thing called? Frozen. The, no, oh, the, the height... The what? slalom or the... What? I don't know <laughs> what? what it is. Bobsled? I don't fucking know what it's called. They take the electronic thing up lifty to the... Lifty thing. The what? lift. Oh, it is. That's what it is. It's the lift. The lifty thing. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. What's it's... snow? <laughs> right, you're freaking me out now. Uh, we got, he was in the, he was Iceman in the X-Men franchise for the movies and stuff. He was in the ruins, hatchet Two, the following TV show for like 69 episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Every episode. He's been in a couple of games where he used, they use his visage, his visage. Uh, he was in quantum break, uh, and the dark pictures games called man of Medan. It's the one on the boat. If you remember, um, I played that on my stream. That's why I know that. Also have Milo Ventimiglia, who plays Pritchard. He got a start on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, as a matter of fact. First gig. And, wow. yeah, a paid gig, I assume. Um, he was also in the movie Gamer Heroes as Peter, the younger brother of the president. 
He also was in Gilmore Girls for a lot of episodes, and he does the voice of Wolverine in the TV series, uh, like a, the the animated TV series Wolverine. I think there's one in Japan too, and I think that's the one that it that it is, but I could be wrong. Uh, we also have Bridget Regan, who is Maria Pritchard, the wife of Pritchard. She is a bartender in the first John Wick movie. She's the girl that he goes up to to get the drink at the Continental. Oh. I, I had to look her up. I was like, wait, which was she in John Wick? I thought it was his wife at first, but yeah, no, it's not. She's the one that's like flirting with him. Uh-huh. Anyway, she was also in Paradise Lost TV show, Jane the Virgin, The Last Ship, Agent Carter TV show, and Legend of the Seeker. We also have Jonathan Frakes, who plays the sheriff. He got his start in the Doctors TV show, which was a hit success between the 70s and 80s. And uh, he did about 90 episodes on. So he had started his career pretty big, like right out the gate. Got paid good money. I don't Well, maybe not, but he did it for a long time. And then he did a lot of other TV stuff and a major role in star trek i was like waiting i was like i was like you're gonna say star trek yeah in the next generation he was his commander and later lieutenant Riker, and he did 176 episodes of that this guy has commitment let me tell you he likes to work he is a motherfucker of a motherfucker when it comes to working man that i mean that's a lot next generation is one of my favorites a lot of people say deep it's space. our generation though it's right our generation. well that's what i it was like our doctor who yeah you know, when we were growing up. Right. So, um, but yeah, he also did uh, voices for, you know, well, he did all the Star Trek movies with Riker in him. And then he also did, uh, he went on to do multiple voices in Gargoyles TV show, which was pretty popular in the oh, 90s. Yeah. And uh, obviously he returned for Star Trek on uh, Picard. So, which obviously. is the continuation of, of Next, Next Generation. Generation. Yeah. Um, that's gotten mixed responses, but a lot of my diehard friends are saying, you know, they like it. So. Oh, Picard. But I have a couple that are diehard that don't like it. So I don't know. You know, no one's happy anymore. We, I, don't, I think we've reached a state in our brain where we, we, we've lost the Can't middle. Can't enjoy anything. Yeah. We, we only have left or right brain anymore and that's it. So, uh, one of the more famous physical actors is in this movie, Javier Botet, who plays the humanoid. Of course. He's obviously a huge physical actor in just about every freaky horror movie that you've ever seen, some of which he's not even accredited in, by right. the way, which is crazy to me because he's like one of the largest like body actors. Like, you know, he was in the Conjuring franchise. He did the Record franchise. Is the witch. You know, he was also in Witching and Bitching, which they also have a lot of witches in that. And that's the Alex De La Iglesia film that we watched a long time ago. Remember? Mm -mm. where it ends in the cave and they have that big troll witch. Oh, I don't remember. It's pretty crazy. Um, it starts off with like a bank heist with a little kid and then they find these modern witches that drive motorcycles and shit. I don't remember. Eh, anyway. Uh, he was also in Crimson Peak. Uh, a lot of times he's in movies that you think are, are CGI and they're not. They're him. That's how that, good he is. That Crimson Peak movie surprised me it was aesthetically pleasing it wasn't sure. the greatest it's not movie, my favorite movie but aesthetically it's amazing right the uh he was also in the revenant alien covenant he's uncredited as, as one of the aliens in that he's in scary stories to tell in the dark the big toe corpse that comes walking up the stairs mm -hmm. after he ate the stew remember right um don't listen in his house which are newer films that came out this year so 
Uh, and we also have Spencer Drever, who is the son in this movie. He started out in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Fargo TV, When the Heart Calls TV show, and Welcome to the Circle. So this had a box office total of 29565 which probably means it played at like some really, like a festival or something like that. It has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes right now as a pro score and 25% audience score. Oof. That's terrible. Well... For reason. I don't think so, but I guess Christina's going to tell us why it's it's right. So this is a layered movie. So like you peel you the you peel back the first layer is good. It sucks you in, right? It's it's going good. And then you keep going, you keep pulling back those other layers. It smells like shit. Pure garbage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you're wrong, but go ahead. I liked the freaky looking aliens. That was really cool. It had weird imagery, which was cool. But and the movie starts out great. Like the I don't know, like the first 20, 30 minutes is cool. I like the religious aspect of it. Of like he he thinks they're angels and or shit. demons. Yeah, and it's like culty. He's like you know an idiot. And he's like in a cult or whatever. Like he's just stupid. It just shows you how stupid people are with the bible i like that aspect of it i don't like how completely wackadoo it gets to the end wackadoo that is my word i didn't believe almost any of the characters like i i didn't believe the relationships that were there i didn't believe she was an agent i didn't believe she was an fbi agent i the 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 what the fuck listen to me the tropey cop shit was annoying as fuck okay oh but no, I think you're being a little too particular. I but. think the guy who was who was playing the guy who owned the house who had the missing Pritchard. Yeah, I he was like, it, it, he was just like overdoing it, and I didn't believe him. When we get into the spoilers, I'll explain it to you. But okay. you might maybe you weren't paying attention. I was paying attention, Alex, because it makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of room for error in the acting for him, especially because of what happens and what you find out about everything that goes on in that house. But I'm not going to say right now. Yeah, I get that, but I still did. Even towards the end, it was I just no. All like, right, I didn't so like what, it. two but out you of ten? Tell me. Four out of ten. Jesus Christ. I like movies that go there or at least attempt to. And so whatever she's saying, I think is being insanely critical. Like, I genuinely think this is just as good, if not better flowing than the altered movie almost. Really? Uh, yeah, because it's it's not as simple. Um, and, and I'm not saying that simple isn't good. I'm saying that I just kind of like the ideas that they put into this movie because this movie pitches itself as a simple movie and you find out layers and then layers and layers. And so <laughs> it keeps you guessing as to what is actually going on, whether they are aliens, whether they are demons, whether they are angels like you just don't fucking know and i love that i think it's cool i think it opens up like a bunch of lore whether it's believable or not doesn't really matter because you know are angels and demons real am i gonna get fucking weird about that no i'm riding along for the fucking little story they got here (laughs) and i think that the layers are interesting enough whether i agree or think that's how real life is or whatever doesn't matter to me because I think it's fun how they get there. I think it's kind of gross, and the practical effects in this are fucking top-notch. They are. They are. Like, really top-notch stuff here. Um, I've never seen another movie that does this before. Like, uh, I mean, not really. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Like, uh, 
I don't know how to explain it. Like, it is very unique and very different when it comes to aliens and mixing it with religion. I thought that was a really kind of neat, yeah, it was genuinely original take on something, and it's something that you don't normally expect yeah, to see. Yeah, think about, yeah. Right, like, I think of the movie Dark Encounter, which I actually really liked back uh, when we saw that, one mm-hmm. that had the, that was doing the same thing with aliens and and uh, angels and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, you know, it's not necessarily a religious movie. You can just look at it as like... Oh, no, not at all. It, there's like some weird culty thing going on. There's a lot more to the story that we don't know about. So, in my opinion, they spent a lot of time building the story before the movie was made, which I think is... I think is a cool thing. It mm-hmm. makes me want to know more, and it shows that they really were interested in developing a story that meant something to them, you mm-hmm. know? like, And they actually had the lore so that whenever they were like, well, why would this happen, or how would this person react, or how does this person act, mm-hmm. it's much more complex than what you're being led to believe. Mm-hmm. And it all starts to click together by the end of the movie. I mean, it seems like this movie is a very big budget film, and it's not because of the, the I think that the, the actors in this movie do a good job. I think you do. Yeah. Oh, I think great. that they played the roles that they were supposed to play just fine. And I, you know, they got the quirky cop thing going on. Sure, that's tropey, but it's supposed to be done that way to lull you into a sense of oh, this is just one of those movies. So that when they unpeel these layers, it then becomes more than that. Sometimes a movie will do that. They'll lay on the fucking stereotypes heavy in the beginning, like Dark Encounter did, by the way. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It didn't work for me. Well, anyway, there's some really graphic kind of like stuff that happens in this movie. Violence-wise, it's not exactly as rem like all over the movie or anything but they do some pretty meaty stuff that's pretty like oh wow yeah that's a bit much you know uh including the the humanoid things as well so i don't know i kind of like it i think it's like a seven or 7.5 as well and i would put it up there with dark encounter and maybe dark encounter might need to come down now after this one but yeah it's not it's not a perfect movie but for me, it has enough in it to keep me to the end. It kept me guessing. It kept me... And I, I've already seen the movie, and I've already forgotten what happened in the movie. And I've seen this movie, like, three times uh-huh. now. That's something, right? I guess, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I think you should check it out. I think it's highly underrated. Uh, whether you like it more than Altered or not, I think it's along the same lines. just a newer take, and it, it does some things. This guy essentially captures this fucking thing in the basement and these cops show up to look for a missing mom and son and all this crazy stuff happens and the guy's lost his mind and you start to realize why he's lost his mind Mm -hmm. and by the time you find out you're like holy shit never thought about how big this movie gets right and then it's like holy shit this is like adding all kinds of different lore from all over history into the ethos of aliens and uh, angels and demons and all that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. Christina doesn't like it. I definitely think you should at least watch it to find out. Uh, I personally think it's no more, no less than a six. If not as I I wouldn't even go lower than a seven for me. Mm -hmm. I I, I would definitely rewatch this. I would definitely remember this and go okay this is unique enough to reach for on the shelf again and watch again if i'm in the mood for that right so 
But Christina thinks it's below average and unoriginal. It's four. So she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking. I don't. I don't need to watch it again. Thanks. All right. Well, you didn't like it, but it's still. I don't. I wouldn't say it's unoriginal. I didn't say unoriginal. I yeah, said I didn't like it. I know, but it just. I said I liked that religious stuff about it, but you know, in the end, it it the end. Yeah, the end. She yeah. was up late. That's what it was. She didn't want to be up late. She was punish- that too. She's punishing the movie for me making her stay up late. Yep. Fuck so that movie. You better get your shit together, fucking. Uh, <laughs> Devil's on. Gate. Get your shit together, <laughs> Devil's Gate. Yeah, you better you better figure it out next time you make a, a movie for her, fucking Clay Staub and Peter Aperlo. <laughs> and Amanda Shaw, you better step it up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think she was that bad. I thought she played the, like, young FBI agent that you would expect that's, like, a little quirky. She's, you know, like a vegetarian and, you know. Vegan. She's a vegan. Oh, she's a vegan. Whatever. There's a difference, Alex. I think it adds a dynamic to the character that you don't necessarily need to put in there that is something that somebody had the forethought to do. That's actually good character building. That's how you character build. It's how you storm, you know, like you do Characters? a character develop. Yeah. So, and if you have a base for it, then you can kind of go with it within the confines of, you know, the parameters now of that character. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it kind of opens up ideas and it also kind of limits them in a way because you're, you know, you know where you can go with them mm-hmm. anyway. So we do have a little bit of trivia on this. Um, I'm going to go through that with you guys. If you want to check this out, you can actually watch it on Tubi for free with ads. So if you want to check it out and see which one of us, you, you know, it could be your favorite. You it's might even, me, I'm right. You might even like it more. It is a little schlocky in some ways, but not really. I think it's like a mainstream movie that should have gotten more attention. So, but yeah, Christina might be right. I might be right. It's worth a watch. Only you would know. Only you will find out. Only because you will find out. There's no right answer, to, by the way. You need to watch it. <laughs> you are the key holder. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to go on to our trivia on this. Uh, Christina, do you have anything else to add before we go? I have to pee pee. No, I'm fine. So uh, she's giving this movie a 5.5. Four. That's out of both of us. Oh, out of both of us. Because you went all five. the way to a four. Yeah, so, so I got to fuck up the math. Anyway, it's total fucked up. Uh, but yeah, if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So Agent Daria and Deputy Cole disagree over whether the deer that they carried in was a caribou. Because if you see early on, the sheriff shows up late and he had to clean up a mess of a whitetail on the road, as he calls it. They have a disagreement about it being a caribou or a reindeer. And a reindeer is a domesticated caribou. And the two can actually inbreed or interbreed, they say, but are different from each other. What the the deer actually was is a white-tailed deer. He says it in the beginning, so their argument is null and void. There you go. Okay. Thanks, thanks for that light. Hey, you know, our friend made a movie called The Caribou. Right. So, John Hale, shout out. Was it out. a real caribou, though? No. Yeah, technically. It was a reindeer. No. It's a, it's a fancy way of saying reindeer. I know, exactly. Anyway, there is actual a real place in Wyoming called Devil's Gate. <laughs> and I looked it up because I was like, why did they name this that? You know, and I was like, oh, is this like Skinwalker Ranch or something like one of those things? Well, the Grand Canyon actually has a trail called the Devil's Pass. Devil's Pass. Right. Well, there's also Dietlov Pass in Russia, mm-hmm. but this one's Devil's Gate. Right. So this is the place that the devils come through. 
so there's you said it's in Utah. Uh, Wyoming. Oh, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I think it's Casper, Wyoming. But anyway, I found a little article or something on it, a little thing on this. There was this guy named Tom Ray who shared a chapter from his book called Devil's Gate, Owning the Land. And owning the, owning the land, owning the story, and apparently in which it, he discusses the alleged cattle rustlers, Ella Watson and James Averell, who were lynched by a group of wealthy ranchers in 1889. And in the book, the, he kind of explores how this event was reported in the newspapers around Wyoming and how exaggerated and uh, how the misinformation about it got spread and became historical fact. Oh. So I'm wondering if there was other theories in this area about mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. And that was where they got this idea. Or were they just like, oh, there's like these things on the ground that are like gates to get to their world. Mm-hmm. And do you basically use those? So who knows? Yeah, who knows? I-, I couldn't find really <laughs> all that much information. I spent a long time too trying to look too. Yeah. It just was not not happening, buddy. Mm-hmm. But we can kind of get into the spoilers now and kind of talk about why uh, you think Pritchard. Like, why don't you tell him tell him that again? Why you felt like Pritchard wasn't a good actor in this because he didn't he didn't make sense. Well, I thought you were going to tell me why once you said what happened. On well, set. what exactly did you say? And then I'll tell my piece. I just didn't believe him. Like he was like going crazy. I know he had to keep a secret and shit. But I just... It wasn't a secret. Well, yeah, he had to keep the thing in the basement a secret. Oh, yeah. And then he had to keep, you know, where he knew where his his wife and son were, or they were taken, but he couldn't say anything. But, like, just him acting crazy, like, I didn't... I think him as an actor is just kind of weird like that anyway. Like, he's that kind of actor where he doesn't really... I don't want to say... He just doesn't act like a normal... I don't know. You know what I mean? He seems a little, like, quiet... He's a little quiet and reserved, you know, when it comes to stuff. But then he's like screaming throughout this whole movie and like flipping out he's and like, stuff. He's like, hey, but hey. We f- but he's like trying to keep quiet when he's screaming. It doesn't uh, make any sense. And we're spoiler spoilers here, guys, because this is going to this is the deepest spoiler. Well, one of the deepest spoilers that you're going to get in the movie, because it, it does go deeper, actually. But peel, peel back those layers, Alex. Pritchard is uh, has a moment where he's like he's been trying to save his son. That's why he's doing this. They get the wife back. She appears nude on the on the ground, and they bring her inside and get her clothes and stuff. There's just like heartfelt moment between him, his wife, and the FBI officer, where the FBI was like, "Oh, well, maybe this is real. Like, where did she come from? Where did she go? Where did she come from?" God, and I. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Hilarious. Anyway, I think that he is a little despondent because there's some fucking shit going on in his DNA. There's that scene where the alien who's really sick and he is about to do a trade with them touches his face. And then he has this mom- moment that he never knew about because he was like, I just don't remember what happened when I was up there. Mm-hmm. So the alien shows him what happened while he was up there and he got duplicated. Why? Because the aliens or angels or whatever can't procreate. I see what you're saying. So he came back a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy that they've been sending down repeatedly in order to procreate with the human race to save themselves as a species. So he is a hybrid Wackadoo. Human 
and whatever the fuck those things were, because they look like... And he had no idea. They the wear these time. white skins that are like suits, but they look like fucking, like... <laughs> I don't know, like, they have, like, bat-like qualities. They're like a... What do they call them? Sugar gliders? They look like sugar gliders with, like, really fucking large claws and fucking teeth. But they're really skinny humanoids, so they, like, have... They're bipedal, mm-hmm. uh, bipedal, so they have two feet that they stand on and two arms. And they wear this white suit that kind of makes it look like an angel, so it has wings. Oh. But if you take the suit off, underneath, they're this dark, alien. dark, dark gray sort of alien with, like, eyes on the side of this huge potato head-looking motherfucker. And that is what's mixed with him. So, yeah, when he got switched all these times, his attitude and everything changed with him and his wife. He was close enough to be enough Pritchard. The one piece they couldn't DNA out was his love for his son. And the aliens were not expecting him to have that much love because they have no empathy, I think. They're very left-brained or whatever it is uh-huh. because they can't survive anymore. They can't procreate. Right. So I think what happened is is that that's why he was able to stay alive and try to get his son back and <laughs> why he took, that's why he took their alien for his alien, you know what I mean? Right. Because his child, now here's the thing, his child is the product of his DNA mixed with alien DNA mixed with human, which his wife is or or so we think. I don't know. I but the son knows he's this the entire time. Well, yeah, he can read minds and stuff. He probably has more access to his brain. Oh. But she had like 13 dead kids in the basement in a scene. Which was, that was great. They I were, like, they I were like, all like stillborn, born, they were born stillborn and they all died outside of the womb and she finally had Jonah. The and miracle baby. The miracle baby. But he was like so many different forms of a copy of Pritchard. That he's acting weird and crazy, but the one thing that kept him was the child. And so then, even in, and that's why I like this because he even puts a gun to his own child's head, and that's like some crazy yeah, that shit. Was crazy. And the reason why is because he's trying to save humanity. That's why they have that really weird moment where the deputy Cole or Colt and uh, Agent Francis mm-hmm. are like. If what you say is true, he's like, we got to fucking deal with this. This is bigger than anything. And she was like, well, then we're going to have to hold the line. You know what I mean? Like to protect and to serve. And uh, he's like, okay, that motherfucker dies. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like it is a little cheesy. There is some cheese for sure in there, but I don't think it's all that bad. I think that's like very, like very slight cheese. Right. I love cheese. You know? I like the beginning part uh, when that guy's in a Mustang and his car goes dead. So he has to go to Pritchard's Hold house. Hold on. Before you go jumping into that. So wait, you're trying to get off the subject. Back to the whole point of what I'm, why I'm explaining this is why Pritchard is acting weird to you. Yeah, I get it. He's but- balancing all of that lore from the start of his character because he's always been that character since we get to know him. Right. So technically, he's the copy of a copy of Pritchard. And so, yeah, that's why he's acting fucking weird. But you know what he's not? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. Okay. That's why you're going to fault this movie? Because he's not an Austrian? (laughs) Yes, that's why. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you're you're a terrible person and I hate you. All right, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Anyway, um, I'm kidding. Um, but anyway, that's what I think about the kind of thing. Yes, on hindsight, I can see where it does get a little cheesy, but I really just don't think it's that. I think you can overlook it because there's a lot more stuff going on. Like I said, once once six o'clock rolls around, she turns into a beast. Okay. <laughs> Time is it right now? Yeah, I know. Oh, it's after six. Oh, no wonder we're already getting into arguments. <laughs> <laughs> the beast, her DNA has been changed by fucking aliens at six p.m. <laughs> She's a copy of a copy, people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> where is she? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. So what is one of your favorite scenes? I mean one of the opening scenes great. Yeah, that guy who's driving the muscle car and it just stops dead. Because the alien later, affected yeah, the later we find out it's because the, the aliens like send out this thing and it you know, the cell phones die and the Yeah, you can't stuff. see the aliens unless electricity is there's a large charge of electricity around. Right. So he keeps the house charged, but yeah. So the, then the guy gets out of his car and he goes to that house because it's the only house. And it's like no trespassing and barbed wire, blah, blah, blah. So he's walking around the house. Like, hey, is anybody there? And bear Who trap. Yep. And then bam, right in the bear trap and dies. No, hold on. Yeah, he, he steps on the bear trap and then he's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Oh, oh. And then fucking this is after he sees Pritchard in the basement yelling at something. Mm-hmm. And he's just acting crazy. He's probably down there angry about Bud Light or something like that. But anyway, he gets out of the trap, and then what? He gets hit by another trap. A big trap. Like a fucking, like one of those Vietnam ones where they used to, like, wrap him around the tree and then, like, hold it back mm-hmm. and then put spikes on it so that when it, it slapped you like a door, like an automatic door or whatever, but it does it, like, upwards. So instead of from, like, you know, on the hinge like you would expect, it's just like, wham! And it's so powerful that you just, that guy it gets like obliterated. Went, it went through his head and stuff. Yeah, it was fucking cool, man. I loved that. I was like, holy shit. And then Pritchard comes out and he's like, fuck. <laughs> and then he buries him. He just yeah. buries him. He's just like, whatever, another day. I don't need, he didn't even move his car or anything. See, but that's also the callousness he has for human beings because of the DNA. Oh, no. I thought it was because, again, like, he didn't want to be too suspicious because his his wife and shit were missing. Well, he wasn't a cult, and he was a religious guy, so he's clearly, the indoctrination is powerful. You know? he thinks <laughs> it stays powerful. even in your DNA, guys. That's how dangerous indoctrination is. Mm-hmm. That's how dangerous cults are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, like, he's outside burying the dude, and the cops show up right afterwards. Right. And to ask him about his missing wife, which he lied to the police and said that she drove off and went to his sister's. But then, of course, she the agent her finds sisters. the car, her car in the in the barn. Yeah, and that's what ticks off the whole thing. And then, like, it's kind of clever. Like, he's got traps around the house and stuff like that, and she sees it. But then, like, the, something happens where he comes outside, and then uh, the guy has to rush in. And he rushes in and because lightning striking everywhere and the fucking the arrow. He's got like a, a what do you call him? What do they call those things? Not a bow and arrow. It's like the crossbow. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. like a crossbow under a chair. <laughs> and, and like she when you trip over the wire, it, it like pierces his leg for the whole movie, which he's pretty fucking agile, by the way, on that on that wounded leg. Yeah. 
Uh, but that's just movie magic for you, you know. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I like when she goes downstairs into the basement by herself and she's like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. She doesn't even recognize the alien in the cage next to uh, the the creature. And you later find out that the, the thing that she's poking is the suit that they wear mm-hmm. to protect them mm-hmm. from the elements and stuff down here. And they can live in our environment because I guess they've been trying. With the suit? Yeah, without the suit because the one does. Yeah. But if they get sick, they can't regenerate or something like that. Right. Anyway, she didn't even see it at first. And she's like sticking a stick into it. Like, like it reminds me of like the blob, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that whole scene. It's like kind of tense. Yeah. Anyway. So then she looks next door and they they do a really good job. They don't really show you the alien. For quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it like it didn't it's like kind of like once it's revealed, which it's kind of interesting to look at. They only showed bits of it at, at a time mm-hmm. until it was towards the end where they they started revealing all of them. I don't know. I liked it. I think it's kind of interesting that his family was like doing this for decades. Right. And that they were like the chosen ones that the angels, demons or aliens have decided to mate with. To save their species, which we aren't sure. It's, it's an alien. But, you know. Yeah. There's room to be had there in religious debates about whether or not we were brought to this planet either by asteroid oh, or by yeah, alien. yeah, that's right. Or, that we have alien DNA in yeah. us because we don't, yeah. Whether it's an asteroid or, you know. Yeah, I don't even care. It's like a, <laughs> like the, you know, the, the, the spores of space like they did in... um the uh, invasion of the body snatchers you know mm-hmm. where they float from venus all the way over <laughs> some jelly-like substance that like starts to infect everybody do you have any other scenes that you like what about the shredded dog did that upset you yes the shredded dog on the roof yeah that the aliens yeah that upset me what kind of thing does that <laughs> i don't know i could be a demon an alien or a fucking angel i guess <laughs> that's like paper rock scissors right uh-huh. Angels defeat demons. Demons, aliens can stop, or uh, demons can stop aliens, and aliens are smarter than the angels. I don't know. Like, you know, no. rock, rock, paper, scissors, like nuke, croach, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah. I don't, Jesus yeah. Christ. I had to think about that <laughs> yeah, for a like second. She's like, I'm trying to think of something else. You're talking to me, and I'm not listening to anything you're saying. <laughs> So the one, the one scene when the, 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 with the alien, when the alien comes and he's like, he yells and then there's like a, a supersonic boom and why, why, I guess why understand, is that his name? Why? Yeah. No, no. that was the other movie. <laughs> What's his name? Pruitt. Deputy Colt. <laughs> no, he realizes that like he has mind power. So then they do like a mind power battle. Oh, that's you mean what Pritch- I was. Pritchard. Pritchard, yeah. They they were doing a mind uh, power battle. I must not about? have seen that part because I don't remember that. That was funny because then he uh did, he threw him up against the wall and didn't he like tear open his chest? That's Colt, Deputy Colt. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, it was Deputy. Deputy Colt doesn't have any mind no, powers. No, I'm sorry, but the scene was that them two was fighting and then Deputy Pruitt steps in and then he gets thrown up against the wall and the chest Deputy first. Colt steps he was upstairs okay so this is what happened the fbi agent said we need to hold the fucking fort and he that's when they have that discussion right and they go okay we need that we have to be the line we had to hold the line here 
And so they're like law and order and like <laughs> protect and serve. And they have this whole discussion, which goes back to the beginning of the movie where they talk about where she somehow got somebody killed. Remember the woman killed herself mm-hmm. because the, the serial killer didn't get killed or something like that. And she felt guilty about it. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, protect and serve. And I didn't do my job. And so now they're going to save the humanity by protecting and holding. And she sends deputy Holt up there to fight the aliens in case they come in and try to get downstairs. Mm-hmm. And the alien comes in, stretches its arms out. It's using some sort of mind powers on the ground. That is like, kind of like the Donnie Darko God tunnel thing and it it, it doesn't like move it moves like a physical like invisible item because all the aliens were invisible to them too so maybe their powers are invisible too unless you have lightning or I don't know Mm -hmm. but it seemed like it moved around the couch and started to go towards him and then he ran out uses the gun on the fucking alien doesn't do shit to it it screams at him Javier Botet is pissed by the way and he throws him up against the wall and his stomach just blasts his old chest blasts open mm-hmm. and his organs are on display while he's like pressed up against the the wall with mind powers. Yep. So that's it. It was kind of a cool scene. It, it was, it, that was a cool scene. I really liked that. I thought that was cool. And I felt bad, you know, when she comes back and she sees him on the ground, she's like, no. Oh, you should have listened to me. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I, I know. She's like, in the end, she ended up getting him killed too, and so it's like now she's got a new person to worry about that she killed again. She's right. just killing everyone, kind of like how Doctor Who, in a way, is uh, inadvertently oh. killing everybody that they always kind of toy with in the lore of Doctor Who because mm-hmm. he has like this seasonal depression where he occasionally <laughs> feels like he's murdered the entire universe because he's been around it the whole time and oh. everybody keeps dying around him. But yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting there. And then, you know, that's when Pritchard's like, I'm going to fucking fix this thing once and for all after he finds out that he's part alien. And then everybody's like, wait, you're part fucking alien. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but you, you obviously there's, there's, they didn't get all of you to change because if they did, then there wouldn't be this undying love for your child named Jonah. And then he's you're like, gonna put the gun up against <laughs> his head in a few minutes. Right. Well, then he realizes that he's not even real and that, that he's a copy of a copy and that maybe his son, he's going to kill off the human race. So, I mean, yeah, that's pretty confusing to say. To, <laughs> that's pretty heavy to deal with. Wouldn't you think? But you know, it's just time to grow up, old man, you know? Things, the times they are changing. Yeah, you gotta adapt to what's given to yeah, you. Yeah, you can't just live in 1950 forever, you know what you I mean? <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> it's like our parents were talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's like, you know, get into it, man. Just use your body, man. Don't use your mind. <laughs> anyway, he puts the gun against his child's head and then the 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 FBI agent's like, "No! Don't do it!" And the aliens are all screaming in front of him. Rah, rah. And <laughs> And then the mo- and then the mom ended up shooting. Yeah, she dad. shot him with the the rifle. She's like, "Fuck, it. why it was taking you so long to shoot him?" Dude, she is a good aim. She went she shot past the share or the uh the FBI agent, the left side of his head. And her son standing in front of him. So she shot the side left side of his head off. Because you could see it. Oh. And then the blood. 
I love how the blood splashes the kid's face, <laughs> which is dark. And he's just yeah, like, his father. whatever. He was kind of human anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter, huh? We have evolved. Yeah. This is what needs to be done. We have evolved past empathy and emotion. Fuck that guy. We are now body snatchers. <laughs> That's how they talk. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. And then, of course, you know, at the end of the movie, they're like, Sheriff shows up. And now all of a sudden he's a fucking, he's like, oh, this is crazy stuff. We don't want to say all this crazy stuff. I'm just going to cover it up. So it kind of makes you wonder if the sheriff's known about this shit forever. I could have sworn they said something about the sheriff knowing. Like, I have to, I'm going to have to pay attention to that more next time I watch it because I thought he didn't know and it was kind of loose. Maybe, maybe that's why you also thought like, Oh, this is shitty. Like, how's he I just going to... That's a trophy. Yeah. Like, be. he's going to cover this up just like that? Kind of... Oh, there's a reason. But maybe there is a reason. Like, we know that they obviously came up I with think a, he did. I think a heavy did. lore for this movie before they, they wrote it. I think they did say the sheriff knew. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. In passing. Huh. Like, at the end. Which I was just like, this is so wackadoo. So I, pro- I might have zoned it out. He's like, I, you don't want to write that on your paper. And she just finally gives in. And then... Uh, the kid is like the mom wakes up and their kid's not in the bed. And then she goes to look for him in the barn and she sees him pulling up boards and underneath is a devil's gate. Oh my God. Multiple devil's gates. Shocking. Yeah. So he's like, it's time, mom. It's time. It's like, what? What time is it? 420? Like what time? <laughs> Do you smoke now, kid? Like, are you smoking weed? Like what's going on? No, but the agent smokes. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so i don't know what the plan is like i guess they're just gonna start breeding with humans all the time now that they got their fucking yep that their organ organisms or what don't know yeah like how did they create him did they fuck her yes well he did husband. yeah that's right they so they're gonna change uh she one, had like 20 fucking little baby corpses uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we should have had like a, a little baby like for you know those little plastic ones they do for baby showers? Oh my, you mean the Mardi Gras babies? Is that what it is? Yeah, where they put them in the cake. A king's cake, I think it's called. <laughs> you can put it in there to stir your drink, you know, a little, little baby. That's what, that's what we should have done. That <laughs> We're too lazy to go out and get stuff yeah, anymore. <laughs> yeah, poor. Yeah, that too. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Aliens. If you've seen the movie, it would really be nice to hear what your thoughts are on on this one in particular to see if you agree with, you know, like, is it does it not seem believable or does the lore lend itself heavy enough, like I'm saying, to kind of ex- ex- explain away some of the errors that might be in a normal movie? I think this is a much deeper movie than people give it credit. So yeah, I see that. You know, maybe they just didn't something turned them off. I don't know, but I like it. I think it's it's a nice try. It's not eight out of ten, you know, for me. So that's like a solid movie. You know, that's like a movie that I think is like. But yeah. So and if you like the other movie, obviously too. By the way. Altered. Yes, Altered uh, from Eduardo Sanchez. So if you guys have seen these, let us know what you think about these both of these movies. Like, did you enjoy Altered? Have you been a fan? Have you never seen it? Let us know in the comment section, but don't spoil anything. Make sure you let people know if there's any spoilers, obviously. And uh, I love reading those, so 
uh love responding back and just kind of digging your brains out i wish we could like have a channel to get into spoilers like crazy we kind of could do that on the discord but mm. anyway next week we got some uh shot on video films or at least very homemade films because i can't i'm not sure that this one is one of them was shot on long island for the price of a used car and another one was shot in england by a classroom full of kids an english teacher decided to make a fucked up horror movie with extreme blood and gore using the vhs machine tape recorder from the school and like did a project for the school it's wild we're going to be watching soul tangler from 1987 apparently yes it is shot on 16 millimeter film but then edited on video and the uh, transfer is taken from the original one inch master video tapes that one i i don't know if you can see it online i think it might be on one of the tubies maybe it's on YouTube. Oh, the full whole thing. And Amazon Prime. Okay. So you can rent it or you can just watch it for free on YouTube. You can watch it for free on Amazon if you have a subscription. Oh, okay. So if you have the Prime subscription, you can watch Soul Tangler. Yes. Perfect. Uh Suffer Little Children is the next one. And this is a, a movie that came out in are you looking it up? Suffer Little Children? Sure. Did you go INDB? Nineteen eighty three. 1983, the fully uncut and uncensored version from Severin that I don't know if it's anywhere, but it's only like 76 minutes long. You can rent it on Amazon for 99 cents. Really? So both of these movies, you can watch both of them for a buck. If you have extra, go ahead to our website and donate. (laughs) And then we can afford to live and then everything will be all right. Why is everything ending? anyway yes we we appreciate your support but it's not it's not necessary we do appreciate it though for everybody that donates stuff to the podcast so thank you guys but yeah these are wild sort of shot on video kind of style movies so next week hopefully you'll tune in for that watch along with us they're kind of relatively short so i think one of them is like 60 minutes and the other one's 76 minutes and they're just wildly graphic gory weird fucking movies will probably be the the weirdest fuck wonders list on both of these so stay tuned thank you guys so much and as always long live the void